it's Heidi Sawyer. I had an amazing opportunity to spend some evening sessions with a group of extremely motivated, intuitive, sensitive people. These are people who are driven to understand the deeper meaning and purpose of their life. During these sessions, I took them along a seven-step proven path that I have walked myself and helped many others do the same. That I've done with incredible results. I'm sorry you couldn't be there, but I hope this is the next best thing. These are excerpts from the live events. Here they are. Enjoy, and I hope more importantly that you do something with them for your life moving forward. Thank you for listening. This is your journey as um, an intuitive sensitive um, to mind management, okay? And the fact is, is that your intuitive process will grow over the next few years, okay? If it's strong now, if you think a few years forward, it's going to be probably twice as strong as what it is at present. If you think yourself as not particularly intuitive right now, you will find over the next few years um, your skills in that area will develop in a, in a stronger manner. And there is a reason for that. The reason is, is that life is speeding up. And there isn't um, enough time anymore for things to be um, processed in a slow, logical fashion. It's having to speed up because our society has speeded up. Okay, does that make sense? Now, intuitive sensitives, which is what you are, otherwise you wouldn't be giving up your Thursday evening. Your process is, in life generally, is that you work to around about five years ahead of everybody else. Okay, so how you are... Um, or how, rather, how you were feeling five years ago is generally how most people feel right now. Okay, so if you think back five years, um, it's most likely that you didn't cope with things as well as you cope with them now. That um, things now affect you for a much shorter period of time than they used to. You get over things in a, in a quicker way. Um, you're more perceptive and you're more uh, naturally wise. But you take it as a kind of everyday thing rather than something special. Okay, does that make sense? Think back five years, you would probably see yourself as um, either gripped by an element of fear that you couldn't move on from, or that you had an ongoing kind of pattern type scenario that pestered you for a long period of time that you found difficult to come out of. Or it was the beginning of your own opening process, which is perhaps something happened in your life that you could, upon reflection, see as a turning point, but maybe at the time it was a crisis. Okay, who does that make sense for? Okay. So if you can imagine, that's where everybody else is right now. So it's a little bit of a mess. Whereas 
you are ahead of that and you're beginning to see that um, things don't have to bother you for quite such an extended period of time, that you have developed more faith. And it's not in something else, it's in yourself. And you have built tools over that period of time which gives you uh, more things to, to utilize, but also um, something to touch into when you need it. So if you fast forward five years, everybody else will be at a level at that you're at now. The intuition, um, consciousness existing outside of the brain will become more of a norm or a normal line of acceptance and you will find that people um, want to really develop that instinctual part of themselves because they will see it as most certainly an advantage in the workplace. Okay, Because those people who um, perceive themselves as intuitive will accelerate their own path forward in comparison to everybody else because the, the logical process is too slow. The linear logical process is too slow for how things are now. Now part of that movement through is um, to a certain degree and all intuitive sensitives go through this at some stage it's um, an anxiety or a, a, a kind of sense of inner crisis okay now there's a reason for that and the reason for it is it's the stage at which the personality and the soul are colliding okay and when they're colliding, the personality panics because it thinks it, its existence at some level or another is going to be wiped out. So the, that's the ego self. It's the everyday self that, um, that says, oh, be frightened of this. Don't do that. This might be dangerous because it, its role is to protect your physical, so this thing that you wander around in. The soul's urge is infinite. It's not bothered by detail. It looks at the wider perspective. Okay, so for many of you, you're much more interested in the wider perspective than the minute detail. And probably when people come up, you know, let's say in a work environment, they're going into minute detail, you are somewhere else. Okay, or you're, you're not interested in the, in the tiny parts of it you're interested in the whole perspective okay does that make sense now the the need and the desire for the whole perspective is going to keep increasing if you look at many of the children you know children now they've got the attention span of a gnat which is they've got multiple things to utilize at any one time uh, normally uh, you know a computer in one hand, a, an iPad in another hand, and an iPhone in the other hand, whilst listening to music. Um, it, it's a way of doing things that wasn't our way of doing things. But as an intuitive sensitive, through your journey, and especially the mind management part of your journey, this is the journey back to your own sense of self and your own internal confidence. So that you are feeling comfortable within yourself to lead that process forward. By 
2020, I think it's 2020, um, the World Health Organization's number one issue is not heart disease, it's not um, you know, the latest disease that's popped up and disappears. The number one issue across the world is mental health by 2012, uh, 2020 rather. Anxiety and, and mental health scenarios are, will be the world's number one concern. Why? Because we're entering a stage in, in life that we've never come into before. We're being asked to process things at speeds that our um, psyche is not used to. Okay? And we're being asked to process change at a speed that we're not used to. Does that make sense? So what happens is a lot of um, anxiety and mental health um, issues come up when something is outside of your control, when you can't control an outcome. So part of developing your intuitive world is understanding that you don't have to control an outcome in order to be safe. So part of that and part of that um, that process and part of that process for you because whether you like it or not um, you will find yourself leading others through uh, things that you've been through in the past okay does that make sense and you're probably finding that that's happening now and it can be people who you've just met it can be um, someone that you come into fairly random contact with but what you say something that really helps them okay and that's going to increase as part of your role in life moving forward and the reason for that is that um, your sensitivity and your sensitivity within the herd because we are herding animals humans are herding animals is that um you're the lookouts, okay? You're also the lookout, if you think about it, you're the lookout for your family. You're the lookout um, for the people who are special to you. Um, your family don't have to be people you're related to. In fact, in some instances, you prefer not to be related to them. Um, your family are uh, people that mean something to you, that you have a, a, a feeling of a soul connection to. And in, intuitive sensitives are extremely loyal. You're very, very loyal people. And you're very loyal to what matters to you. And the reason for that is, as I say, is that you are, uh, you're, you're the leaders in the sense that you go out and suss out the territory first. Okay, so if you were an animal, if you were... Um, an animal in the wild, so to speak, your um, perceptive nature, your hypervigilance to a certain degree, would be out looking for the better land, the better grass. Um, it would be having a, a feel for something that's coming, an eye for danger, um, a feeling of when it's time to move. This is why you're, as an example, many of you will be quite strongly affected by the weather. You know, when a storm's coming, you're dreadful. You, know, you get the headache, you get the heavy eyes, 
um, you're uncomfortable because you're very aware of, of different environments. Okay, does that make sense? So you're not a wild animal right now, <laughs> but if you were, you would be strongly in that instinctual um, part of yourself. Okay, what's happened is that you've lost your, your confidence in that. Okay, so you know why we're doing the, these groups is about you rebuilding your sense of self. It's not something you're going to get, it's something that's already here. It's something that you're revealing to yourself in terms of you're re revealing more of your soul to yourself so that the personality can trust it without having a panic. Okay? Because it's preparation for you for what's to come. Because believe me, in the next few years, there will be an awful lot of panic. And there will be more things that happen in the external world that trigger panic that is outside of our physical control. We're seeing that now. We're seeing that, you know, it's all over the news, it's everywhere about how we're all um, meant to be panicking over the next um, disease that, that's sprung up and, and is, seems to be spreading like wildfire. Okay, does that make sense? It's all about the things that we can't change. It's all about the things that we can't control. Okay, does that make sense? So this is why mind management and understanding its role within your process moving forward is crucial. And part of the reason for that as well is, and you'll see it, and this is what's happening, you'll see that um, meditation and mindfulness is becoming mainstream. Now, if you again look back five years, when you were into more mindful ways of doing things and meditation, everyone took the mickey out of you. They don't now. It's being used in many different forms. They're using it as, um, as, as a way of dealing with stress um, in every environment you can think of. Okay? And it's only the beginning stage of it. Why? It's because it's something that we've known for forever, that it bypasses uh, meditation, um, bypasses the limbic response reaction rather and places you in the ability to respond rather than react okay does that make sense so rather than it trigger a nervous system reaction you are in charge of your own body's response okay now meditation doesn't have to be for a few hours a day it is um, a form of kind of contemplation or noticing how you feel Okay, that's probably a better way of putting it, is meditation is noticing how you feel, basically. So that the head and the body are no longer separate. Your intuition builds the moment that you accept fear. Rather than spend your life trying to skirt around fear, is that you accept it and you move through it. Within... Uh, you know, how I look at things as far as the tree of life is concerned, Darth is fear. Okay, Darth is uh, the, the world of the unexpected. It's what takes you by surprise, but it takes you to your deepest lessons. Okay, as far as the tree of life is concerned, 
it's more associated with the top of the tree, which is more about energy, than the bottom of the tree, which is about the physical world. So at some stage or another within your development cycle, you have to go through fear. Mind management allows that, um, that stage to be less painful than it could be. Okay? So, I've put this in because I like this. Never be ashamed of a scar. It simply means you were stronger than whatever tried to hurt you. People try desperately in life to hide their scars, to uh, obscure from view what they think that another person might find offensive about them. And that becomes such a focus that a person will lose sight of themselves. Okay? You know plenty of people who do that. <laughs> you may have been one who used to do it, but you've got bored with that now. It's too much effort. Okay, does that make sense? You are who you are, and that's becoming a stronger thing in your life. That Life and people, etc., have to accept you as you are, or you're beginning to get into that stage where you're not bothering um, unless you can just be who you are. It's too much effort now to be anything other than that, and it's too much um, of a drain on your body uh, to make that effort. And those of you who've gone through um, chronic fatigue, as an example, will know that you've given up on trying to um, present to the external world something different to who you are. Okay, who's gone through chronic fatigue? Okay. And I would say that that's probably... Would you say that's true? So this is the dream in a world, okay? That it's calm that doesn't send you into panic um, when you're faced with confrontation. Who goes into panic when you're faced with confrontation? I bet you do. <laughs> it's kind of, oh, how do I have to process this? You won't go into panic if it's something that's really important to you. Because something that is important to you that, that you um, feel... Uh, is an indication of your authentic self, something that you're protecting, your, your fight to the death. Okay? But um, other than that, confrontation is, is not your ideal scenario. Your dream in a world doesn't assume the worst. Okay? Lots of you will still be caught in the assuming the worst scenario. Um, it's quite often quite helpful to assume the worst because then whatever you get, it can only be positive. Your dream in a world has um, a feeling of sustained, enlightened peace. Okay? You've all experienced that at some stage, even if it was um, for a brief moment. You have experienced uh, an internal, enlightened peace. Okay? And that's what you're wanting to return to. Does that make sense? Yeah? Is it unrealistic? No, I'd say absolutely it's not unrealistic. Shame is the energy that gets in the way. Okay, there is, um, everybody carries an element of shame. 
And whether that is your own shame or it is an inherited shame that has passed through several generations, there will be a vibration of shame somewhere along your path that your soul and your personality are trying to work-ish together in order to heal. Okay, does that make sense? For more great free content designed to support your purchase of my book, Highly Intuitive People, Seven Right Brain Traits to Change the Lives of Intuitive Sensitive People, please visit finallyfeelunderstood.com. There you can subscribe and download for free the meditation specific to today's episode. If you have already read the book, then it's time for you to receive exclusive access and support from me and your fellow intuitive sensitives as we go deeper together along this proven seven-step path by joining us in my monthly membership program called Heidi's Circle. There you can ask me anything in a safe and private environment and I will answer you live. Join us today by visiting healmyinnerworld.com 